0: And um. Welcome to the Lore of the Yeti podcast. This is our first podcast. This is a reading of the manuscript prepared by the Herald of the Yeti, the youngest and the, the smallest of Yetis, who was sent into the human societies, one of the larger cities of Western Canada, to report on the lives of humans and, and how the society is structured, almost like an anthropolog- anthropological report, uh, an ethnography of human society, of human society. Uh, the first report sent back to the Council of the Yeti is titled, Why the Lives of Humans Suck. And it continues as so. Humans to Yetis have the appearance of ants, busily running to and fro, frantic their whole lives. No time for relaxing, no time for family, no time for nature. Five days on and two days off. Repeat. They're constantly looking to get back to the grind, for that's how humans refer referred to their career the majority of their lives, their greatest endeavors as the grind. The greatest regret, according to an article in The Guardian, held on average among the elderly residents of hospices in England, was that they worked too hard in life. Humans all seem to work too hard, or at least most of them. Humans are driven to find a career and throw themselves into it. They are expected to be passionate, to find a passion if one exists and to make that passion their career, to have the career form their identity, and their identity, the basis for all their social interactions. Humans' jobs, the jobs that humans have, are who they are. 1,700 hours per year, every year, for the average working Canadian. At jobs that humans mostly hate, they love to tell people what they do, and yet most of them hate to go to their jobs every morning. Jobs where most people would, if given the choice and enough money, would walk away from in an instant. Jobs where many humans care little for what effect the fruits of their labor have on the greater society as a whole. Jobs where humans feel it necessary, even virtuous, to kiss ass. To bosses they disrespect. Jobs that promote a a toxic social environment so as to control their own flock. Jobs that are admitted bureaucracies serving no purpose but to get in the way of humans trying to get on. The tolerance of the human mind to monotony is astounding. Humans work at mostly one job for the entirety of their short lives. They perform a small number of tasks thousands of times over decades until they retire. The, rec- the creativity and imagination is so beat out of these people, out of humans, as to render them boring and predictable by the age of retirement. In fact, when most humans retire, they don't know what to do with themselves, having spent their whole lives performing menial tasks and sucking up to their bosses. And for what, you ask? For what do they throw away the majority of their time on Earth? And the answer is not obvious. Mostly they strive and struggle for stupid rewards. The poor, In human society need to struggle just to get by. It is the nature of human society to be unequal and the ones who are at the bottom with the least hope have to struggle the most to support everyone else. They struggle just to keep their heads above water. But the rich, the rich struggle and strive to acquire a lot of the shit they think they need and want. Consumerism. In the society, in the human society, has fed the human population, being fed to the human population like ideological propaganda. The notion that happiness is most directly tied to individual wealth and possessions has permeated to every corner of the human society next to our own. Humans find themselves in a sort of economic catch-22, where the most, those most convinced that consumerism and individual wealth lead to happiness are more likely to find employment that rewards them monetarily. Whereas humans, who are more convinced that happiness comes from the overall health of their community and the social connections that they forge, pursue a career that socially benefits everyone, usually find themselves struggling to get by. The human's tendency to have but one career forces the individuals to be susceptible to changes in the market. In this city, The price of oil has declined internationally, drastically contracting the profitability of the oil industry and thus rendering many thousands of humans unemployed. The crime rate, incidences of drug use, dangerous drug use, and overall depression have risen as a result. When humans don't have jobs, they don't have an identity. It's sad to think that where most people hate their jobs, it's How they calculate their own value and identity. In short, and in conclusion, humans mostly lead depressingly tedious lives, selling themselves out in labor and spirit for largely meaningless rewards until the essence of their being is so worn out and weathered as to render them all but useless. That's the end of the the report from the Herald of the Yeti. Uh, It was dated 30 days after the fall equinox in uh, the year of the Holocene, 1216, or sorry, 12,016. Um, in response, the Council of the Eddy has uh, issued a decree, uh, the title, Why But One? And here's the response They need to have diverse careers. It is an insult to humans to claim that they are most utilized performing such menial tasks. If they work five days and rest for two, why do those five days have to be devoted to one single job? Are humans not intelligent or creative enough to handle the intellectual bandwidth of three careers? Imagine if a human could teach math to school children for two days of a week, perform an office job for another two, and work labor the final day each week. Would this human become as bored with their work as if they were but working one job? Such an arrangement would render the population recession-proof in a way, for if an industry collapsed as it did with, in this large Albertan city and across the province, the largest effect would be that many more people would lose a portion of their income, as opposed to the many losing their income outright. Humans leave richer social lives, and their employment would be better. would better reflect the values as humans, meaning humans would be in a better position to choose their work, and therefore be self-driven to perform better. Humans be better positioned to be proud of their job, and the greater and the greater effect it has, it has on society. The hobbies of humans and the professional endeavors will more acutely align. However, the idea of humans working at diverse careers instead of just one faces a major, a few major obstacles to implementation. The council of the Yeti has outlined three such impediments. The first is job benefits. Most human companies only offer full benefits to full-time employees, rendering it difficult to work only at part-time jobs. The solution is that companies offer benefits for part-time work, or, more feasibly and efficiently, the government offers better benefits to all citizens and companies um, stop offering benefits. Number two, wage disparity. Options for workers would be much more beneficial if huge wage disparities didn't exist in our society, or in human society. Of course, some disparity is necessary to better reflect the difficulty, uh, arduous requirements, and personal sacrifice of some careers. However, most jobs are relatively comparable in skill and social contribution, and wage should reflect that. But even in extreme circumstances, say, at somebody whose job requires a lot of intellectual training, uh, intellectual know-how, hard work, and a very beneficial role to society, given an example of, say, a neurosurgeon, the the amount that they are paid now is not completely out of sorts with with most jobs. Uh, That type of wage disparity between uh, someone who's a neurosurgeon and a a garbage truck driver in human society, in this human society, is not actually that bad. Some jobs are incredibly inflated in in the amount that they're paid. But even a neurosurgeon who has to devote most of his time to a career would still probably benefit from having one day a week devoted to another career where he could possibly cook or uh, teach yoga. Even that might be beneficial. The third impediment to the implementation of this type of varied career society, outlined by the Council of the Yeti, uh, is the issue of social security in in this close human society. Humans need to feel secure before taking risks. It is not expensive, if done properly, provide shelter, food, and opportunities to humans if they happen to be down on their luck. Too many humans see their jobs as the only form of social security and are too afraid to change careers for fear of falling out the bottom of society and ending up living on the streets, which happens far too often. If humans feel they have a good safety net, maybe they will be less inclined to plunge headlong into a career they largely don't believe in. The Council ends its decree by saying, thus, this is our advice to human society. May they heed it well. And with that, I wrap up the end of this podcast and the end of this decree. Until next time, thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.